Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From a land far, far away where success is a long shot and the struggle really is real comes a voice from the depths of the concrete, the bowels of the BX, a voice that can't be silenced, here to share his positivity. Welcome to the Hope of the Hood Podcast. What up, it's your boy Petey, Hope of the Hood. We're going to do a little short one. I have no guest. I just wanted to talk a little bit about what was going on in my life, uh, on my journey to trying to be the guy that I want to be. Oh, before I get into it, shout out to Acast. You can find us Acast uh, forward slash Acast.com forward slash Hope of the Hood. Find us on Apple Podcast every Monday. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, please rate, leave a review. Appreciate it so much. Sometimes you don't realize you're not the guy you, you want to be or the person you want to be until things happen and you go, oh man, I don't want to be this guy. And I'll start with a story about my dad and my mom when I was a kid. So I'm the youngest of I'm the youngest of three. Well, the youngest of four. And my dad and my mom and my sisters, we all used to live in <clears throat> one apartment when we were younger or when I was younger. And um, so my grandmother used to live up the street. My grandmother and my and my grandmother's house, they were from Guyana in South America. So like everybody that came from Guyana basically lived in my grandmother's house. Not everyone, but a lot of them. A lot of my family lived with my grandmother. And she had a backyard and we would have parties all the time. Always fun. It was cool because I lived like literally maybe five doors down from, you know, the biggest parties of my, my childhood, I guess you could say. And i never forget one party I went to. And, you know, it's a thing. The little kids are chilling in the back. Everybody's running around, scraping their knees, falling down, you know, busting up their teeth, eating too much sugar and all that stuff. And then, you know, the adults do whatever they do in their little private room, drink a little Hennessy, a little cognac, and uh, whatever adults do, <clears throat> smoke 10 million cigarettes. So i never forget running back and forth, running back and forth. And one day I see my dad, well, one party I see my dad, in the front of the the crib, he's I see him. He's with a woman, and you know they're not doing anything like anything too crazy. They're not making out or nothing like that. But I just noticed him like leaning against the car, and she's like kind of standing in between his legs to some extent. But they were close. They were like standing close. And also, I was maybe about 
about seven, about eight years old, I think at the time, seven or eight. So I didn't think anything of it, whatever. I'm just like, all right, cool. And then he he calls me over, yo, um, he introduces me to the to the person. This is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, word, all right, cool. So I'm playing around. Party's over. I go home to my mom. And we're talking, whatever, you know, little kid stuff. And I go, hey, mom, do you know dad's friend, Blase Blah? And she's like, who? I'm like, yeah, Blase Blah. They were just chilling right now. So she's like, nah, I don't, what? And then I saw, like, you notice things when you're a kid. So I noticed how my mom reacted. And then I also noticed after that, my mom was like on a, she was like on a, it seemed like she was on a mission. She, I just remember her on the phone with, like, my aunts and just whoever. She would call me like, yo, do you know Blase Blah? Do you know Blase Blah? Do you know Blase Blah? Just trying to get to the bottom of whoever Blase Blah was. Eventually, someone was like, yo, I do know Blase Blah, and this is where they're from, and this is what's going on. So it kind of confirmed, I guess, what my mom's hunch was. You know, names have been changed to protect the innocent, obviously. <laughs> so my mom finds out the, the logistics and the coordinates of where where Pop Dukes and Blase Blah is hanging out at. And I'll never forget the night. It was me and my two sisters. At the time, Karen White was like a huge, uh, she wasn't huge, but she had a huge song out. My mom would always play that. I'll never forget it. I'm not your superwoman. I'm not the kind of girl that you can let down and think that everything's okay. Oh, I am. So she was pumping that full blast all day on repeat. And this is before, you you had to rewind the cassette and all of that. So you know she was really in her feelings. She was rewinding shit. So one night, she finds out the coordinates. She grabs me and my sisters, throws us in the car. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what's going on. And um, actually, at the time, my grandmother had moved to the projects over on Webster Ave. So we get in the car. We're driving. We don't know where we're going. So then we get closer to my grandmother's crib and be like, oh, we going to my grandmother's crib, whatever, whatever. So we pull up. Mom's just like not saying nothing. She just kind of like just just tight, tight jaw, grill tight, bringing us. And we don't, I don't, at least I didn't know what was going on. So we get there. We get to the apartment now. Mom knocks on the door. Do, 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 You hear like fumbling going on, whatever. Do, 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 do. And then I see... I think it was my granddad, like, cracks the door. And then my mom just busted in. Get off me! She busted the door in. We here now! So we all go into the apartment. Now my pops is on the couch with his arm, like, you know, draped around, blah, blah, blah. And, yo, my mom just start going off. Like, yo, she start cursing everybody out. She like, yo, fuck you, fuck you. You know, and she just, like, blah, 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 gets up, runs to the back, and is, like, crying. And <clears throat> it's just a whole scene. And I'll never forget standing there uh, with my sisters. And I was the shortest, so it went from, like, short to... We looked like a strong uh, cell phone signal from short to tall, just, like, lined up. Doot, doot, doot. And um, and my mom's just going off, cursing everybody out, cursing out my grandparents, cursing out my aunts, cursing out just whoever, man. The goldfish, she was just wilding out. And I'm like, damn, this shit stinks. Like, I remember crying myself. I was, you know, a young kid. And I'm thinking it can't get any worse, so we're about to leave. And um, my mom, my mom turns and says, "You know what? Furthermore, all of y'all could kiss my ass." And then she pulled down like one side of her her pants, so you could see one butt cheek. I was devastated because one, I didn't want to see my mother's butt cheek. Two, everybody else saw my mother's butt cheek. And three, I was like, "They're never gonna invite us over for dinner ever again." And because you know times were hard back then, and they had the bomb.com wick. 
You know, they welfare game was tight. When you got 20 people living with you, you getting mad food. But anyway, that um that devastated me. I think it very much traumatized me. Even to today, I always felt like it was my fault. Like if I would have never said anything to my mom um, about Blase Blah, we would have been a happy family. So that I think that always weighed on my shoulders throughout my life. And it kind of like, I think that's what kind of like, well, that's one of the things that made me and my pops not so strong, our relationship or whatever. Because I that, and then also growing up, I, I always like looked at him and just kind of seen how he was. Like he was at least growing up, he it felt like he was very mean. You know, it felt like he was uh, very he he. It was like someone that that fell short of something, like but you know shortcomings. And he, I always remember he would always like when we would talk or whatever. He would always blame. He would always it would never be like, hey, how you doing? What's up? Whatever, whatever. He'd be like. Yo, this person did this, and like he would always blame. It always seemed like other people were the were the reasons of his unhappiness. And I always, I always uh, kind of saw, I always saw that as much as well as a few other things. And it kind of made me want to like make my life. I wanted to not be like that, you know. One with one with breaking up a family, like breaking a family up by by the deeds, and just kind of like being a whatever kind of dude, and then like you know like letting other people own your happiness so that was something that I always kind of like was like nah I don't want to do that I don't want to be that kind of guy I want when people talk about me they say yo that dude's a good dude he's a stand-up dude he don't complain he don't cry he just do what you gotta do you know it's like that the the facts of life you know you take the good you take the bad you take them both and then you have you know I just felt like that was the life that I wanted to live so fast forward into my life now. I am an adult man. You know, I've, I've through a bunch of stuff, as some of you may know. Some of you may not know. And, you know, nobody's perfect, obviously. But we can try. We can try to, if, if we're not perfect, we can try to be the best that we could be. We could be We could be very good. You know, no one's perfect, but you can be very good. And um, I'm, I've recently went through something with someone that, um, that I felt very dear to my heart, a relationship. And I uh, I fucked up. I did something that I shouldn't have done. I entertained something that I shouldn't have entertained by someone in my past. Uh, one of my exes, we basically had an exchange that was not called for and it shouldn't have happened. But I was being an idiot <laughs> or weak, should I say. And I kind of fell for it. Fast forward to today or a few days ago. My ex screen grabs all of this stuff in the email, <laughs> sends it to my, you know, the current girlfriend. And she's like, yo, this is whoop, whoop. This is like, this is, um, this is who you, you're dealing with and all this. And obviously, you know, my, uh, the girl that I was talking, the woman that I was talking to, it hurt her. And I have to say, it definitely hurt me. But the thing that hurt the most is this person that that I, I, I'm, I was with right now currently was probably like the best person I think that I've ever met, female woman that I've ever met. But not only that, I felt that I was becoming closer to the guy that I wanted to be only because I felt like I, I kind of I started taking the lying out of my diet, which in in my past relationships, I've lied. I lied a lot. You know, I did dumb stuff, messed up. And I just kind of like, it hit me. And I was like, damn, I'm just like the dude that I didn't want to be like, you know? I think that 
I think the the beauty of it, which is a terrible thing, but the beauty of it to me is at least seeing that and and really seeing it. Like, I don't think I ever saw it before in my life. Like, I I would I would mess up or I would do things and it would just be whatever. But like, this is like, oh shit, when it's somebody that you really 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 vibe with, and not only that, you kind of feel a level. So you you feel a, you're on your own in your own rights. You feel a level of like, wow, I'm I'm soaring high. Like I'm becoming the guy that I want to be. And I say that because the person that I was with, this was like the most honest and open relationship that I've ever been in. As far as like me just, you know, saying everything. Yo, this is what I'm up to. This is what happened yesterday. This is like as far as like it could be. Hey. I was flirting with someone yesterday. I just needed to tell you so I don't have that on my... Con- so it was like we were clear. We were there. She wanted me to talk to her. I love to talk to her. And um, and and it. I think the worst part of this whole thing was I lost respect. I lost trust for myself as well as she probably... She definitely did for me. But the worst part for me was in hindsight, if I was just honest and I would have said not to guarantee like, oh yeah, she would have been like, all right, cool. Like if I'd have been like, yo, I was talking to my ex... Not to even say she would have been cool with it, but at least she would have respected the fact that I told the truth, you know? And so with it happening the way it happened, I didn't have a chance to earn or to maintain the respect that I felt like I was working to, like the respect for myself, the respect from her, there's just a respect. And it's in so many different, because like it hit me so hard that I'm just like going, I'm like just reflecting for like two days straight. And I'm just like, wow. One, I want to say sorry to every woman, you know, along my journey to me trying to be the guy that I wanted to be. And I can't even say I was trying to be any kind of guy, but I guess you become mature and you meet certain people and you want to live a certain life. And, you know, I feel like it reflects in all aspects of your life. And it kind of it just it made me really look inside and say, man, I was so close to being the guy that I want to be, you know. But that's the cool part about, like I said, I think uh, earlier about time you know time isn't your enemy time is your friend so as long as you could you know move forward or try to move forward every day or every minute or every you know every few seconds or whatever it is as long as you can try to move forward i think you're all right you know because i feel like honestly that was the closest or i've i'm the closest that i've been to the person that i want to be as far as like the guy that i would respect the guy that i admire the guy that the, the guy that we all admire a lot of times is the guy that just tells the truth he might hurt people's feelings he might be an asshole he might be whatever it is but the thing that he does have is the truth he tells the truth at all points at all times and um that's what i learned that's what i learned right now and i think you know i know that i'll be a better person moving forward because it reflects in everything it's like how can i be true on stage how can i be true on this podcast how can i be true you know in so many other aspects of my life and then get in, and then be in a relationship and something that's like special, your heart's involved and not be true there. So I didn't even like it didn't hit me until right now. Well, not right now, but, you know, when this this thing played out, it hit me. It was like definitely one of those things like, dude, reflection time. Yo, dude, you don't want to be that dude. Like, just be keep it funky. You can't people respect it, man. If you if you just gonna keep it funky. They might not like what you're going to say, but they, they will respect the fact that you told the truth. They can't say that you lied, you know. And that was what I learned. Um, hopefully you guys have a dope ass week. I don't exactly know when this is coming out, but it'll probably come out soon. Tune in every Monday. It's your boy, Petey, Hope of the Hood, Acast, 
facebook.com forward slash hope of the hood apple podcast go to the ig hope of the hood find us on twitter hope of the hood follow us subscribe review rate and i'm out peace 365 day returns.